Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, and welcome to our podcast this week. I'm Amy Ravel. I'm Kirsty Perugia. And we are the Art of Decluttering. And this week we are talking to you about the holding zone. This episode was requested by Olivia McMullen and it was actually out of a Facebook post that somebody put, I think on our community page, they were asking about what do people do with all the stuff that they've decluttered but actually haven't decluttered yet. Mm -hmm. And so Liv said that would be make a great podcast episode, girls, and we agreed. So here we are. So if you've started decluttering and you really want to get the things out of your house, like you want them to move on to their next home, maybe an op shop or where else, Kirst, if you're going to resell something. Yeah, or if you know they're going to a specialty space, like a hill, uh, <laughs> a men's shed or a women's shed. Yeah. I was thinking about the hills women's shed. <laughs> that's that's, if you were sending it to that specific one, that's still, that's still valid. Yeah, yeah. But if you've set them aside but you haven't quite got, to where you want to deliver them yet or they haven't come to their new home, what do you do? Well, of course, you create a holding zone. <laughs> of course you do. But where? Where? Where is this magical place you speak of called the holding zone? Oh, the holding zone comes in all shapes and sizes. Sometimes it looks like a car boot. Sometimes it looks like a, the whole garage. Sometimes it looks like piles down the hallway. Or the whole hallway. Or uh, the whole spare room. Or living space. Kitchen table. Or a little cubby, little cube inside a cube storer thingo, so like I do in my hall cupboard. Basically, it's anywhere and we see it all the time. Like the amount of times I go to a house and we're unpacking a box and on the outside of the box it says op shop. So people have put the stuff in there sometimes years earlier mm-hmm. to take to the op shop. And it's taken until a professional organiser comes in to actually get that box to the op shop. Or there's a big pile of, I'm going to sell these golf clubs five years ago. Mm -hmm. But it even happens when we do go in and work with people because there's only so much that can fit in our cars um, and some professional organisers don't take things away and some do. And even when we do... They don't can't, not everything can fit in our cars. So mm-hmm. and some people want to have that um, the joy of passing that on to the op shop or selling it or taking it to where it needs to. So or sometimes you know you've got to return it to your friends. Mm-hmm. Or so, so a lot of our clients want to be the person to do that. Um, or there's just too much and we can't take all of it. And they promise it's going to be gone by next time we arrive. 
It's not. It's not. Most of the time it's not. Yeah, most of the time. The holding zone is really hard because you've done the work, like you've done the decluttering, mm-hmm. right? You've decided what's going to go, but you haven't cleared the mental space yet. So you still have, as we would say, a tab open mm-hmm. for every pile that you have in any area in your home that is meant to be being donated. The holding zone requires many, many tabs. Yes, it definitely does. <laughs> and it can become a it can be a point of frustration for other people who are living in the house with the declutterer. Yeah. Often what um, professional organizers do, and this is a trick both Kirst and I have used with clients, is like we will help you put it in the car and we're going to put it in the baby seat or in the front seat. So you cannot go to childcare pickup until you've dropped it off at the op shop Mm. because unless there's an ultimatum, it becomes low priority. But it's low effort and high reward to actually clear it. Yeah, because it means that you can close that tab down at least until your next decluttering round or, you know, for instance, in our family, we've got a cube storage in our whole cupboard and the bottom cube is dedicated to donations. Mm -hmm. So uh, when we're cleaning out the you know, if some ki- if the kids grow out of clothes or Simon or I decide that we no longer want, like a T-shirt or a jumper or whatever, it goes in there until I'm next going to the op shop. And so it lives in there. And I've got my point with my story. Well, the point is that it lives in there. Instead of it, that's your holding zone. Yes, that's my holding zone. But it, you want the turnover to be faster. Yes, and... In our family, and um, I mean, it's easy for you and I. It's I easier. Say it's, it's easier for you and I because <laughs> we can't go to our next clients and offer them the service of taking away donations if our boot is full of <laughs> our last client's donations. That's true. So we have. It's imperative to us to get things out of our mm-hmm. home or out of our car as quickly as possible. But this is what we. This is the point of this episode: is to really encourage all of you to make it a priority, and that's the only reason that Amy and I get stuff like we don't. We don't always get it out of our car that day because it may be too late to get to the op shop, depending on what time we finish the clients. Or like for Amy shaking her head at me because she always makes time. I, on the other hand, but I don't always have to get back for school pickup. Yes, I, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> I have to get back to school pickup. Yes, but I always do it before I. I've, I always do it before I get to the next clients. Yeah. Um, so. That this is this episode is not to guilt and shame you and make you feel less than because you haven't been able to get to to the op shop. This episode is to encourage you that for the freedom and the joy that you'll feel for having it out of your space, um, and then you can really truly enjoy the the fact that you've decluttered. Yeah, and you want to really. Um place weight in momentum and the power of momentum. If you have been doing a massive declutter session with a professional organizer or not, you've got momentum, right? Once you've got the momentum, you've bagged up stuff, you're in the right mindset to donate because you you, you know what your end goal is, right? But if you put it in the spare room and think, oh, I'll get to it next week, by the time you get to it, you might have the wobbles and you might be thinking, oh, should I really get rid of this stuff? Maybe I should just see if I'm going to use it. Or maybe I know I was going to donate it, but it's probably worth $100 all up, so maybe I'll sell it. 
and you've lost the power of momentum. And so the the great thing to do is within 24 hours, get rid of anything that you've decided to get rid of at whatever cost. Yes. Even if you have to make a separate trip just to the op shop, just to get it gone, that's worth it. And to be honest, unless you're our friend Jess who lives in the middle of nowhere, (laughs) chances are that there's going to be somewhere close by to drop things off at. Um, a particular, um, sorry, I should preface that if you live in a major city in yeah. Australia because there is closed boxes at every shopping centre, at, every, you know, at loads of churches, at loads of, like we've got one randomly in the middle of the road, not in the mid- literal middle of the road, <laughs> but on the side of the road near nothing. That's so funny. It's random. So <laughs> we've got some in our school car park. Yes. Yeah, so particularly for clothes, it's really easy to get to let them go because chances are you're going to Woolies or Coles in the next couple of days and you can just make a effort to get to mm. take those clothes out before you put um, your groceries in. Now there are most op shops are open on the weekend as well. So just because you work nine to five in an office job or, you know, you work odd hours, that's no reason not to get to an op shop. Or book a delivery. Uh, sorry, book a pickup. Yes. So that's an accountability um, measure as well. So you book the pickup, even if it's two weeks away, that doesn't matter because once you've booked it, you're going to put the things out because there's someone coming for it. And so if you are someone who tends to, delay getting rid of things just book a pickup leave it out on the veranda or somewhere that's going to keep it protected and just let them come and get it while you're at work Mm -hmm. the the imperative here i think is to put a time and space limit on yes so for us as i've said our whole cupboard cube storage is a limiter of Mm. how much we can can we can contain before we need to head to the op shop. Um, and like, and the same uh, is true for time. If you're going to sell it, put a limit on when you're going to have something sold by. Don't have it sitting on eBay or Gumtree or Facebook Marketplace for months on end. Say if it's not sold by, you know, two weeks time, it's going to the op shop. Mm-hmm. You know, the and and the same. Even if you do create a holding zone, you've got a natural holding zone like I do in my home, um, but it may be bigger. You might put a put a time limit on it and say, "I am going to book out time in my diary next Saturday to get to the op shop, and I am going to fill the boot with stuff so that on the way home from soccer, we can get it to the op shop." Yeah, make a plan and stick to it. Mm. And it is it is that like. Make it exactly that. It's making your plan, putting it in your diary, blocking out that time because it's an important part of the process of decluttering. Mm. And it's actually one of the most rewarding parts. Yes. It feels so good when you drive away and you never have to look at that stuff again. Yes. You never have to make a decision about it. You never have to clean it. You never have to put it away. You never have to move it. Decluttering for the win. Yeah. And that's why... I mean, that's one of the reasons that we offer to take um, our client's stuff if we can, because we want that freedom to have come with our session and for people to um, have made those, they've already made those decisions about what they're letting go um, and we take it away so that they can't have buy it. Uh, declutter is remorse. Declutter is remorse, that's gold. <laughs> 
you live in the hills or the North Shore or Sydney Central, what are some of the other areas in Sydney, Kirst? The Shire, the Inner West, Northern Beaches. So I only found out recently from Kirst that you Sydney siders have like zones and areas that you like identify yourselves by. So if you live in any one of those and you need some professional organising services to help in your home, you need to get Kirsty in because she's freaking amazing. So if you want to have Kirsty in to help you declutter, email us at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au and we're going to put you in touch. I would so love that. I would love, love, love to meet more and more listeners and to be able to help you hands on and get the most out of your house and make you able to live in freedom and grace and joy in your home so call me contact us however find me i'll find i can't find you so send us that email or dm us on insta or private message us on facebook but kirst is like there she's ready sydney siders she's ready to come and transform your home with you all right let's get back to the show do you know the ultimate holding zone that um is a bit of a pet peeve of mine are storage units Oh, yeah. Where people are like, okay, this is all the stuff we want to get rid of. But while I decide if I definitely, definitely want to get rid of it, I'm going to hire a storage unit for $200, $300 a month and put it all in there. For five years. All the time. So if that is you, hire a professional organiser, like actually invest the money to come and clear a storage unit because the money that you'll save in the long term is far and above what you'll invest in having a professional come out and declutter that area with you. And if you're thinking about getting storage unit, get us in before you get the storage unit because you may not need the storage unit. Yeah, save yourself thousands. Yeah. Oh, look at us. I know. Another way uh, is to book, you said to book um, services like Salvos and Vinnie's and mm-hmm. um, Diabetes Australia do pickups. Uh, another way is to book a council cleanup. <laughs> you yes. do this all the time. Tell us what you do. So I book the council cleanup. And then I figure out what I'm going to put in it. So we get to a year um, in a calendar year. So I tend to book one in autumn, one in spring, and I book it. And I don't even know if I've got one thing to put out there. Once I've booked it, then I have the accountability of I've got a date and I don't want to waste it because you only get two. And so I figure out stuff that we can get rid of. Which is different from Salveries and um, Vinny's because you often have to tell them what they're coming to pick up. Well, uh, well um, yes, but you could say to them there's going to be five boxes of things and then your challenge is to fill five boxes. You could do that. Yes. Oh, sometimes they want to know, particularly I know Salvo's in New South Wales, they want to know what's in them. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, our local, they don't care. You just say, I've got a heap of stuff and they come. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good point. But for your council collection, generally... Yeah. They don't care. It's just rubbish. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. council collection, go for it. (laughs) Or even to say to your hubby, hey, on Saturday, we're going to do this. And family or partner or neighbor or housemate or just do it on your own is I'm going to declutter and I'm going to be finished by four o'clock because I know that the local op shops open till five. Yeah. So just by giving yourself like a plan, I know what time they're open till, you can work around that to integrate that into your decluttering rather than it being an afterthought where you're like, oh, now I'm stuck. Yes. And we, when we're working with clients, we, we do want them to have the momentum and not be so tired that they can't make it to the op shop yes. because that's, and so that's, if you're doing it by yourself, we really encourage you to stop before you hit that wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, even if it means you haven't completely finished the job, 
because the job, completing the job is actually getting everything to yes. the op shop. Amen, sister. <laughs> so give yourself enough grace and time and headspace and and also don't wait until you have everything that you want to go to the op shop. Don't, like, yes, do that if you know you're going to finish early. Well, what am I trying to say? Yes, if you know that it's this is all that you're going to declutter. But often our clients um, and people we speak to and people we talk to in all walks of life go, yeah, I've got this pile of stuff that I'm taking to the op shop, but I know I want to declutter more. So I'm just yeah. waiting until it's all, I've decluttered everything. Just make frequent trips. Yeah, just that's Amy and I, our local op shops know us too well. <laughs> My local op shop has a guy that, um, so there's a pull-in drop-off zone yeah. and Dindo who is the guy that works there. He's a gorgeous Filipino guy. He's almost 60 but looks like he's about 25. He's got yep. grandkids. And I turn up and he's like, Amy, I'm like, Dindo. And I drop all my stuff and he's like, see you tomorrow. Yeah. Like that's how regularly we are at our op shops. Yeah. Yeah, they know us by name. Yeah. And that's why we want to encourage you to become familiar with your local op shop um, and donate regularly you don't have to have finished everything in your house before you make it go make just you know as i said every saturday after soccer you go to the op shop Mm, and you drop stuff off just make it part of your routine and that's um you know we talk about this in our online course all the time about creating habits and sticking to habits and making habits and making them so natural to you that they they just become a habit it's like yeah. brushing your teeth second nature yeah going to the op shop to donate not to purchase <laughs> not to purchase necessarily <laughs> but op shops are a great place to look first before you go to the other Absolutely. shops um let's work on this circular economy and keeping everything uh in circular motion instead of buying new all the time um definitely want to encourage that but Make it a regular habit of yours to go to the op shop because then it doesn't, then it's not an effort to get there. You don't have to think about it. It doesn't doesn't create any of that overwhelm. It's just like part of it. Yeah, it's just part of your weekly routine is to drop something off at the op shop or part of your monthly routine or six monthly, whatever it is for you, make it a habit. We talk a lot about habits in our course and we would love for you to join us if you think that you have done the decluttering work and now you're on to maintaining mode. Our online course is perfect. Yeah, and Olivia, who requested this episode, is actually in that online course. Yes, and you get to meet the beautiful birthday girl and she'll happily, lovingly, warmly welcome you into our course. (laughs) So, Kess, one thing that I do with my clients to kind of reduce any barriers for taking stuff to the op shop is I use two different coloured garbage bags when we're decluttering. Purple is rubbish and white is op shop. The reason I do that is because often we end up with 30, 40, 50, 60 bags of stuff in a session and I don't want to have to then go, oh, hang on, which plot was rubbish? And so by separating colours, it's really simple to say, so someone comes home, you're like, oh, do you mind handling the purple? They all go out in the bin and I'm going to put the white in the car. Mm-hmm. Rather than you going, I actually can't remember what that bag was. So if you're working at home, just go to Coles and get two different colored garbage bags and you can follow me. White is for op shop, purple is for decluttered rubbish. 
It's perfect. It works really well for my clients and it makes the end of the day really quick because we just go quick white, 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 white in the car, purple, 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 can't say that fast, in the bin. And it's a really quick process. I want you to sing purple Peter Pool either now. What in the world was that sentence you just said? I want you to sing the song Purple People Eater. Ah, um, um, I saw this thing coming out of the sky. It had one big horn and a one big eye. I can't remember the rest. I saw it shaking and I said, cooey, looks like a purple people eater to me. It had one eye, one horn. Yes, I'm so, I don't reckon I've sung that since like grade four. Yep. Thank you. That's incredible. Sorry, it's totally off tune for all of you musicians, but, you know, I'm a podcaster, not a singer. <laughs> so we hope that we have encouraged you to really think about your holding zone, whether you need it or whether you just need a small space like the Farouges have. Um, what do you, you haven't told us about what you do for a holding zone in your home. We have a container in the cupboard in the front room that just says op shop. Yeah. And so things go in there. I think it's got a money box, a backpack and a, and a shirt in there at the moment. And then as soon as that's full, I bag it up, take it to the op shop. Okay. Yeah. Same, so. Same, same. If you, we encourage you to be like the Frugia in the Ravel house and just have a small space for a holding zone. Um, and we also want to encourage you to set limits, to set a time limit on how long you're going to have a holding zone for. And as, and as I said, a space limit. So we hope this has inspired you to make friends with your local op shop workers. Thank them for the job they do serving our community. And we can't wait to hear this iTunes review, Amy. All right. The iTunes review is from DFDA10 and it's titled Brilliant and it's a five-star review. They say, love these ladies. So practical and real. They have changed my life one podcast at a time. They've helped me focus on what's important at my own pace. Thanks for the journey. Pretty special. Thanks, DFDA10. Yeah, the fact that we can change someone's life through a podcast is pretty extraordinary. We hope you have an amazing week. Come and join our online course and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash the art of decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.